I got, I got her. Hashtag young gang. You did, but yours was much more dramatic than mine. Was it? Mm-hmm. Maybe I started off faking it and then it triggered a real one. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> well, honey, are you ready for um, more Bible learning? I am ready. Well, all right, let's get on to learning. Now, if you don't remember last time, uh, which uh, today we're going to be going over 2 Kings 23, Jerry 22, 26, and 2 Chronicles uh, 35, 36. Jeremiah, by the way. <clears throat> Jerry. Okay. Uh, last time, Josiah stripped naked and had his hillbilly priest go on a rampage. <laughs> This time, the king of Egypt is going to decide to throw his big dick Josiah's way. And the king of Egypt, then the king of Egypt, or Pharaoh, sent a chill the fuck out message to Josiah. Josiah then then was all like, nah, dude, come on, bro. (laughs) And then the Pharaoh yeeted Josiah. And that's the end of Josiah. He fucked him up. And then Joe Hazaho becomes king. Joe Hazaho. <laughs> it sounds like you're saying Joe has a hoe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Yeah. So I thought. Uh, Joe Hazaho does uh, evil and ungodly things in front of the Lord. Probably the um, what you would find in the in the dark recesses of the internet kind of thing. Uh, then the Pharaoh captured Jay uh, Hazaho uh, and took his ass off to Egypt, and then the Pharaoh ransomed his ass. Now this Pharaoh, his name was Nacho. I don't know why. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it wasn't. Oh. Well, Nacho chose a replacement <laughs> king as a puppet government. Nacho then changed the king's name to Jay Hoy eh, Kim. And then Jay Hoy did evils in front of the Lord, evil and ungodly things, just like Jay Hazaho. Um, when you say Jay Hoy, I can't help but think Jai Ho. You know the song Jai Ho? No. You don't. Oh well. After this is over, we're gonna listen to it. Okay. <laughs> um, Jay Hoyd did evils in front of the Lord, uh, uh, and he paid the ransom that the Pharaoh demanded of Israel. Jay Hoy, uh, in order to do this, Jay Hoy raised the taxes on the people in order to get you know, the ransom money, which they were none too pleased with. He's lucky they didn't hold a tea party. I mean, they had representation, him. Yeah. Uh Now we're going to jump back on over to Jerry. And Jerry's going to give us some insight on Jay Hazaho. Jay Hazaho will basically never return because he's a bitch ass motherfucker. Or because the pharaoh wouldn't let him. You know, bitch-ass motherfucker, the pharaoh wouldn't let him. Not the same thing. Jerry then bitches at people for lying and shit. And then he takes his drunk ass to church, or temple rather, uh, to bitch people out there. 
Now, the priests were none too happy about this. They were actually really embarrassed by this drunk fuck just coming in there and, you know, talking shit to people. So they basically arrested him and sentenced his ass to death. Jerry then defends himself by pointing to God and being like, but he told me to do it. Others defended Jerry saying, yeah, totally. God told him to do it. Also, these other people were told by God to do it. And then Jerry gets released yet again. This is the third time, by the way, which we all know three is a magical number in the Bible. And then there's this random prophet named Urin who fled, who fled to Egypt after talking a bunch of shit and then was brought back and killed. Uriah. Uriah, Uriah, Urin. It's nope. all the same. Mm-mm. Nope. But anyways, that's the end for the Bible podcast today. Nope. <laughs> oh, I, oh, sorry. <laughs> that's the end of the Bible study. No. What? But I, it's just the end of your little summary here. We're what? gonna we're gonna go through it. Oh, okay. What's up, heathens? How, How y'all, y'all doing? doing? Well, apparently, I got a few things wrong. Yes. Mm-hmm. In the beginning. Just Throughout. a few things. But Jerry definitely gets arrested, nearly killed, and uh, he definitely uses God as a shield. All that happens. Yes, that one thing that you talked about happens. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a king called Nacho. There's not. He's Nacho King. It's Pharaoh, and his name is Neko. Oh. Okay, whatever. Uh, Let's go ahead and start, I guess. Okay. So, we're going to start off in uh, 2 Kings 23, and, um, well... Actually, really, the very beginning, we're gonna this this whole Josiah killed in battle thing we're gonna talk about is in two Kings twenty three and Second Chronicles thirty five. So after all this, when Josiah had set the temple in order, because if you remember last time, he got the temple together and then taught everybody how to do the shit they're supposed to do, and then they celebrated Passover. You remember? I mean, I remember mm-hmm. him stripping naked and then having his hillbilly priest go and genocide people. That's not what happened. Okay. <laughs> He, did he strip naked? Neko. No, he tore his clothes. That is not the same thing. I mean, if I tear your clothes. That doesn't mean I'm <laughs> naked. That means you fucking tore my shirt. <sighs> Can we continue? Okay. <laughs> After all of this, when Josiah had set the temple in order, Neko, king of Egypt, went up to fight at the at Carchemish on the Euphrates and Josiah marched out to meet him in battle. But Necho sent messengers to him saying, what quarrel is there King of Judah between you and me? It is not you. I am attacking at this time, but the house with which I am at war. God has told me to hurry. So stop opposing God who is with me or he will destroy you. It's interesting because Egyptians didn't really, uh, didn't really worship Yahweh God. No. Yeah. Josiah, however, would not turn away from him, but disguised himself to engage him in battle. He would not listen to what Neko had said at God's command, but went to fight him on the plain of Megiddo. Archers shot King Josiah, and he told his officers, take me away, I am badly wounded. So they took him out of his chariot, put him in his other chariot, because that was 
necessary <laughs> and brought him to Jerusalem where he died. Let's just transfer chariots, shall we? <laughs> I'm really not sure why. <laughs> he was buried in the tombs of his ancestors and all Judah and Jerusalem mourned for him. Jeremiah composed laments for Josiah. And to this day, all the male and female singers commemorate Josiah in the laments. This became a tradition in Israel and are written in the laments. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the people of the land took Jehoahaz, son of Josiah, and anointed him and made him king in place of his father. Jehoahaz was 23 years old when he became king, and he reigned in Jerusalem for three days, three months. Oh, three months. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I was somewhat close. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he reigned, he reigned for a very short amount of time. And here's why. Um, well, we'll get to it here in just a second. His mother's name was Hamital. Daughter of Jeremiah, she was from Libna. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, just as his predecessors have done. Of course, right? Because that's how the kings do. <clears throat> now, Pharaoh, which is Necho, Pharaoh Necho, the king of Egypt, he put him in chains at Riblah in the land of Hamath so that he might not reign in Jerusalem. And he imposed on Judah a levy of a hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. So a hundred talents of silver is um, 3.4 metric tons. And a talent of gold is about 75 pounds. I realize I mixed the, I realize I mixed the imperial and the metric system. How about we do it this way? Three and three quarter tons and 75 pounds because we're American. We don't do metric here. <laughs> yes, we are imperialists. <laughs> I mean, wait. So Pharaoh Necho made Eliakim, son of Josiah, a different son, king in place of his father, Josiah. And he changed Eliakim's name to Jehoiakim. But he took... Jehoahaz and carried him off to Egypt and there he died. Jehoiakim was 25 years old and he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 11 years. His mother's name was Zebedah, daughter of Pedaiah, Pedaiah, Pedaiah. I have no idea how to say this name. She was from Rumah. Okay. Who fucking name? Who comes up with these fucking names? They just seem. It's like, hey, let's put a few consonants and vowels together, and then that's what we're gonna name this place. Well, this one has P E D A I A H. I don't know how to fucking say that, but if you can, great. Put the pronunciation in the comments. (laughs) Let's go with Padula. Padula. Okay. We don't talk about her again, so this is really unnecessary. Well, I mean, she's the foot lady, that crazy foot lady, so we wouldn't want to talk about her again. Okay. So anyway, Jehoiakim, he does evil in the eyes of the Lord, which Jehoiakim is his made-up name, right? Yeah, everybody fucks up, apparently. His name that the king of Egypt gave him. Right. Yeah, Jehoiakim. He did evil in the eyes of the Lord, just as his predecessors had done. So Jehoiakim paid Pharaoh Necho the silver and gold he demanded. In order to do so, he taxed the land and exacted the silver and gold from the people of the land according to their assessments. Hmm. Yeah. But the payment wasn't to get um, Jehoahaz back. Okay. Because they was... took him to Egypt. The Pharaoh was never going to give him back. So, like, it was just... Nacho was like, hey, give me money. 
yeah, I'm going to take your king, replace your king with an appointed one of my own, which still was a son of the former king, right? So he kept it in the family, but he basically appointed his own king, renamed him, and yes, took demanded money. Um, and did, so, so did the did did Nacho like conquer them at all, or did no. he just sort of swing his big dick in town and was like, hey? taking your king i'm naming this motherfucker right here king and you owe me lunch money yeah that's pretty much what happened okay yeah (laughs) (laughs) totally makes sense obviously yeah so that's pretty much what happened and and you know the new king uh jehoiakim or eliakim he was he gave the trip he gave the money to him basically to keep him off their ass and you know was basically did kind of what he said they call, he's kind of a puppet king, right? Yep. If if Neko if the Pharaoh came in and said, I want blah blah blah, the guy's gonna do it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're gonna go back into Jeremiah now. And okay. we're in Jeremiah 22, and there's he's gonna give a prophecy about Jehoahaz, the king that the Pharaoh took away, right? Mm-hmm. Do not weep for the dead king or mourn his loss. Rather, weep bitterly for him who is exiled because he will never return nor see his native land again. Now, when he's talking here about do not weep for the dead king, he's talking about Josiah. And it, he says, weep bitterly for him who is exiled. And that's Jehoahaz. Okay. Okay. For this is what the Lord says about Shalom, which... I really don't know why we have to swap back and forth names here, but Jehoahaz is also known as Shalom okay, for reasons unexplained. So for this is what the Lord says about Shalom, son of Josiah, who succeeded his father as king of Judah, but has gone from this place. He will never return. He will die in the place where they have led him captive. He will not see this land again, which that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Woe to him who builds his palace by unrighteousness, his upper rooms by injustice, making his own people work for nothing, not paying them for their labor. He says, I will build myself a great palace with spacious upper rooms. So he makes a large, large windows in it, panels with clear, with cedar and decorates it in red. Does it make you a king to have more and more cedar? Did not your father have food and drink? He did what was right and just, and all went well with him. He defended the cause of the poor and needy, and so all went well. Is it not? Is that not what it means to know me, declares the Lord? But your eyes and your heart are set only on dishonest gain, on shedding innocent blood, and on oppression and extortion. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this prophecy is kind of, well, I mean, the prophecy is really that he's not going to come back, but then he goes on to basically explain, like, Y'all are unrighteousness. You're set on your bad ways because the new king. Well, I mean, Jehoahaz did evil and then so did his brother. Uh-huh. I mean, he couldn't even do right for three months. No, because yeah. he's a fuck up. Yeah. So we're continuing <laughs> Jeremiah with chapter 26. Um, he goes to the temple to um, share a, pr- a prophecy. Right. Remember, guys, he's drunk. Okay. There's nowhere in here that says he's drunk. I mean, in order to spout the shit that he's spouting and to talk to God, I feel like he's got to be inebriated in some kind of way. Would you like me to read up until the quotation and then you can read the inebriated part? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Okay. 
Early in the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, this is the word that came from the Lord. <clears throat> hear ye, hear ye. That's not what it says. This is what the Lord says. Stand in the courtyard of the Lord's <laughs> house and speak to all the people of the towns of Judah who come to worship in the house of the Lord. Tell them everything I command you. Do not omit a word. Perhaps they will listen and each will turn from their evil ways. Then I will relent and not inflict on them the disaster I was planning because of the evil they have done. Say to them, this is the will of the Lord says. <clears throat> This is what the Lord says. If you do not listen to me and follow my law, which I have set before you, and if you do not listen to the words of my servants, the prophets whom I have sent to you again and again, though you have not listened, I feel like there was a fucking coming on. <laughs> then I will make this house like Shiloh and this city a curse among all the nations of the earth. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> that that last part was not in there. Just in case was wondering, go fuck yourself is not in the Bible, though I feel like it should be because that's literally what God means most of the time. <laughs> That was fun. Thank you. You're, you're welcome. The priests, the prophets, and all the people heard Jeremiah speak these words in the house of the Lord. But as soon as Jeremiah finished telling all the people everything the Lord had commanded him to say, the priests, the prophets, and all the people seized him and said, You must die. Why do you prophesy in the Lord's name that this house will be like Shiloh and this city will be desolate and deserted? All the people crowded around Jeremiah in the house of the Lord. When the official, I mean, I mean, I feel like he's just, he just needs to be arrested for drunk in public, be put in the drunk tank and then let out in the morning. Jesus Christ, Jerry, your dick's out. Can you please put that away while you're in the temple? <laughs> okay. When, when the... <laughs> I fucked her up a little bit. Okay. All right. Are we ready? <laughs> yep. Okay. When the officials of Judah heard about these things, they went up from the royal palace to the house of the Lord and took their places at the entrance of the new gate of the Lord's house. Then the priests and the prophets said to the officials and all the people, this man should be sentenced to death because he has prophesied against this city. You have heard it with your own ears. Then Jeremiah said to all of the officials and the people, the Lord sent me to prophecy against this house and this city. All these things you have heard. Now reform your ways and your actions and obey the Lord your God. Then the Lord will relent and not bring the disaster he has pronounced against you. As for me, I am in your hands. Do with me whatever you think is good and right. Be assured, however, that if you put me to death, you will bring the guilt of innocent blood on yourselves and on this city and on those who live in it. For in truth, the Lord has sent me to you to speak all these words in your hearing. Then the officials and all the people said to the priests and the prophets, This man should not be sentenced to death. He has spoken to us in the name of the Lord our God. Some of the elders of the land stepped forward and said to the entire assembly of people, 
Micah of Morsheth prophesied in the days of Hezekiah, king of Judah. He told all the people of Judah, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Zion would be plowed like a field. Jerusalem would become a heap of rubble. The temple hill, a mound of overgrown with thickets. Did Hezekiah, king of Judah, or anyone else in Judah put him to death? Did not Hezekiah fear the Lord and seek his favor? And did not the Lord relent so that he did not bring disaster he pronounced against them? We are about to bring a terrible disaster on ourselves. Furthermore, I can Ahikam, 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 let's go with that, son of Shaphan, supported Jeremiah, and so he was not handed over to the people to be put to death. So they let him go. Yeah. Okay. Because some people spoke up on his behalf, and there were some elders who believed that, you know, hey, this happened back on Hezekiah's day, and he said the same similar things, and Hezekiah listened, and disaster was not brought upon us. So maybe we should listen. I mean, I'd fucking listen. Well, so it's not, <laughs> we're not sure yet, right? If they listened, but we know that they didn't kill Jeremiah. Right. Now, Uriah, son of Shema, Shem, another one of those A-I-A-H words. Shemaiah, 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 <laughs> Shemi. <laughs> from from kiriath jerim was another man who prophesied in the name of the lord he prophesied the same things against this city and the land as jeremiah did when king jehoiakim and all of his officers and officials heard his words the king was determined to put him to death but uriah heard of it and fled in fear to egypt king jehoiakim however sent Elnathan, son of Abkor, to Egypt, along with some other men. They brought Uriah out of Egypt and took him to King Jehoiakim, who had him struck down with a sword and his body thrown into the burial place of the common people. So they didn't kill Jeremiah, but they did kill Uriah for exactly the same thing. Mm-hmm. So that's actually the end of today's Bible study. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Tomorrow. Well, not tomorrow, but... Can I- can can I put in to be the prophetic voice from now on? It, <laughs> why don't you ask the people? Did you like GE as dr- drunk GE as the prophetic voice Jerry. of just of Jerry? Well, of Je- drunk but I Jerry, but yeah. It, well, I mean, it was God speaking through him. I just okay. I feel like you got to be inebriated in some kind of way. Okay, so that's fine. I I feel like the people would like that. Yeah, yeah. Let us know in the comments down below <laughs> if you want to hear me go all drunk again for drunk Jerry. Yeah, okay, drunk, drunk Jerry. Okay, so if if y'all want Jerry to prophecy drunk through GE, you just let us know. <laughs> okay, so next time on the Bible. Um, Jeremiah is going to um, prophecy judgment against Egypt. Uh-huh. Okay. So he's going to talk about how there's a defeat coming for them. Um, he's going to talk about Babylon and their interaction with Egypt and what happens between Babylon and Egypt. Uh-huh. And he's going to reassure Judah. Um, basically, don't be afraid. We're going to yeah. find out why next time. Uh, the Philistines are definitely in jeopardy. So he's he's going to prophecy about this. So basically, the entire next time is Jeremiah prophesying almost all of it. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, it's, it's not too long next time. But that's what we're going to talk about. Okay. And then the next time after that, we're going to have a person named Habakkuk. Ha- ha- Habakkuk. 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 
So that'll be fun. Have a bukkake? Mm, no, we're not going to go there. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to have to come up with a different name for him. Okay. <laughs> well, you are, because I don't come up with it. You do. <laughs> I'm just not that clever. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, next time we're going to get to have a, have a, have a, have a cook. That's the time after. Oh, that's the time after shit. Anyways, if you want to hear more about the Bible, then I guess you'll have to tune in next week. For Jeremiah's judgment against Egypt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah seems to do that a lot. Well, just prophecy. Just judgment is yeah. what I meant. Yeah. yeah. He's got he's a pretty judgy bastard. So if you want to hear Jeremiah be a judgy bastard again against Egypt, then <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. In the meantime, don't forget to stand up and use your voice. Bye, heathens.